Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. It's been a few weeks, but I finally get to say, hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I am almost recovered from WordCamp Asia. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I think I'm, pre- I think I'm pretty much entirely recovered by now. Took a little while, um, but yeah, I finally feel like I'm back to normal, which is, which is good because it's been like two or three weeks at this point. <laughs> the, so. the, night, the night before last was the first night that I got to bed at a right time and woke up at a right time. Nice. It took so but I've also, I, I didn't get COVID. I want to make that very clear, but I did at some point in the tail end of my travels or the beginning of being home, I don't know which, contracted some kind of a respiratory infection. Mm. And for somebody with asthma and other, you know, com- comorbid, I like to hate this word, comorbidities, <laughs> I, um, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who is um, immunosuppressed or whatever the right word is, immunocompromised. Immunocompromised, yeah. Immunocompromised. And so, um, yeah, so I did pick up some kind of respiratory infection and that has been the bane of my existence for almost two weeks, but yeah. I'm climbing out of it and starting to feel better. So yes. Good. Well. Nice. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm super glad. It doesn't sound like a ton of people. I, I heard one person, I don't know who they were, but I heard that one person did report getting COVID following WordCamp Asia, but um, it's, I haven't heard any other reports, which is really mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I have heard a bunch of people. Travel. I've heard a lot of people though, with the WordCamp crud that we've always ca- talked about prior to oh, the yeah, pandemic, that's normal. just referred to, and I think that's basically what I got was some kind of WordCamp crud. Yeah. You know, it was my husband's events. first WordCamp and he, de- he got a cold pretty much as soon as we got yeah. home, he, he had a cold. So yeah. yeah, that happens, but I'm glad that it wasn't COVID for sure. And and I love that, you know, we got to go see each other in New York City back in December and now mm-hmm. in Bangkok, Thailand in February. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know where our travels are taking us next, but um, I'll hug you wherever I can find you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but this brings me to the topic that I shared with you today. So I have had people say to me, people within and without and outside of the WordPress community, how lucky I was to go to WordCamp Asia. Mm-hmm. And I take umbrage to when people tell me how lucky I am to get to do the things that I do. Now, I want to acknowledge the white privilege that I carry with me. Absolutely. So I am in a privileged, you know, I'm less privileged than white men, for sure, especially cisgendered, younger, able-bodied white men, let's put it that way. But I do have some white privilege, and I and I acknowledge that. And so let's just get that out of the way to begin with. However, that doesn't mean that I am lucky to have been able to do the things I did because I was not in a lottery that everybody bought a ticket for and they pulled my name to go to WordCamp Asia. I was not just sitting around and somebody walking up to me on the street and said, hey, I've got this plane ticket to Bangkok. Would you like it? You know, I mean, that those are things that carry with them luck. I have worked my ass off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. for years in this in this community to build the reputation that I have, the body of knowledge that I have and willingness to share it with people to mm-hmm. put me in the situations where I am able to do a lot of the things I do. Am I lucky to have a podcast with you? I am 100% fortunate that you and I have, are the friends that are able to build this empire together. If it's an empire, I like, it's a small <laughs> empire, but it's an empire. Um, and, but is it luck? No, you and I did not 
get lucky to have a podcast. We created a podcast. We created something with traction. We created something for the community that benefits the community. That's why I see myself. I have built who I am today in our community to benefit others in the community. Yes, I had draw a paycheck. Yes, I do wonderful things, but I have worked my tail feathers off to get where I am. It was not luck. I think there's a really interesting difference in the connotation between being lucky and being fortunate, right? Like Mm -hmm, being lucky uh, implies that there was, yeah, like you said, random chance. You just happened for no other external impetus to have been selected to get something, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, occasionally through your life, through your professional career, you know, luck is on your side and things kind of fall into place. But that is so um not integral to how you became successful it is so not the thing that people should focus on because it's not the driving factor we're definitely fortunate right like i consider myself i remember thinking in thailand how fortunate i was how fortunate i felt right to to be there because it felt I was just grateful, right? Like, I think that comes mm-hmm. from a place yeah. of feeling grateful. And I'm grateful yeah. to be able to do what we do together. But yeah, there's no there's no luck about it. We work really hard to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people support us through, mm-hmm. you know, listening and tweeting about the show and all of those other, like, there's so many other things that go into it that to look at someone and say, oh, well, they're really lucky. It's disrespectful. It, it discounts it all of that other stuff. Um, and by, you know who you gets know, told that? The focus in the wrong place. Do you know who gets told they're lucky more than other people? Are women and minorities. We are mm-hmm. lucky to be where we are. You are lucky that somebody took pity on you and hired you. You are lucky that you were selected for the college mm-hmm. you wanted to go to. Whatever it is, right? No, I worked hard in school to it's get the grades that I got to go to the college. It's a huge, yeah. I it's maybe even more than micro, right? Maybe it's like a medial aggression I don't know what the word is between <laughs> micro and macro aggression but it's a medium aggression it's 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 just it's infuriating and it yeah. just discounts the hours and hours and hours of work that we've done in the community the amount of times we've put ourselves out there socially to network and build the, the networks that we have to be a part of an integral part of the community to be able to help others and do the work that we do mm-hmm. I am honored to do the work I have immense gratitude to the people who have helped along the way, but not one single part of that was flipping a coin to find out how lucky I was. Yeah, that's silly. And I mean, if you want another anecdote for people, if if you're listening and you're still not getting it, right? I remember (laughs) being in high school, being a senior in high school and, you know, all that's on our minds are college of like, what colleges are we going to be applying to? We're going to get accepted. Like how much work all that is going to be. And, you know, it's a, it's a scary time where we're not sure what's, what the next step is going to be. And I remember one of my friends, um, and he doesn't listen to the show. So like, we're, we're still very good <laughs> friends. And I'm sure that he would be mortified to even remember that he said this because it's totally not indicative of who he is, but whatever. Um, Latin American person, but presented very white right and he was concerned and he had a very white sounding name and he was very concerned that um that was gonna affect him in a certain way and i remember Mm -hmm. him telling me oh you're so lucky that you're black and that you're a girl because colleges are going to want to accept you and i was like (laughs) well damn so am am i lucky 
Am I lucky I use wheelchair services in 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 the airport so I get to board the plane first? Is that yeah, Michelle, you're you're so lucky because you get to use the handicapped parking spots in the in the parking parking lot. But like I just remember thinking like I work really hard. I get really good grades yeah. and I study hard and I test well and I'm a really smart person. I'm going to get into college because I'm smart, not because I'm a, a mm -hmm. black woman. Like I did yeah. understand objectively that, you know, when I was applying for colleges, I mean, affirmative action has long since been a thing, but it was even more so like colleges were looking to diversify. And so I did know that that was to a degree of a, a factor. But mm -hmm. hearing that the way he said it, you're so lucky that you're you're gonna all the colleges are gonna want you because you're black and female and i was like that hurts my it luck has nothing mm -hmm. to do with it right like no it was so upsetting and frustrating that was really the first time that i i had experienced that as a person and yeah it really I, really I've come, sucks i've come to the conclusion and i literally just this moment came to the conclusion that the people who tell us are, that we're lucky are the people who aren't willing to do the work to get to mm -hmm. where we are hundred percent. And um, it was, it was very bizarre. It's funny you say that it was very bizarre to hear that from him. He was the valedictorian of our class. He was objectively the smartest kid in our class. He made the best grades. And so like, especially to hear him say that I was like, where is this coming from? Like, and by the way, dude, all you have to do is check the box that says you're Hispanic. Yeah. On these college application. They're not going to go look at your face and go, yeah, we don't think so. Yeah, because he has how it works. blue eyes or I, whatever. I, like I spent years working in higher education. That is not how it works. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he got into two, actually three, because he now has a doctorate, three very great colleges. And I'm convinced yeah. it had nothing to do with the fact that he was Hispanic or anything like right. that. He was a smart individual. So, like, yeah. I wish at the time I had been able to retort back and say, well, it's lucky that you get to put Hispanic on your thing. Like, yeah. what are you talking? You sound stupid, you know? But I think at the time <laughs> I was just like, I was shocked. Um, well, the I, other I thing, when you oh god, go sorry. Ahead. No, I, I, you finish your story first. Well, no, I was gonna, I was gonna pivot to something else. So you go ahead. Okay. Well, I was thinking more about that, and I actually texted you this this morning too because I started thinking about it. Like I was getting on my soapbox, right? I was getting all of the lather, and I was like, if you're going to tell me about all the good luck I've had to get to where I am, are you also going to acknowledge all the bad luck I had to overcome to get here? Yeah. Right. Like um, I did the, the work, I did the work, right? So yeah, but um, and I, I know you have your anecdote and then we'll talk about the other thing you and I talked about. Yeah, the, so when you brought up this topic, cause people know we, you, we usually decide on the topic a little bit beforehand and we, yeah. we might talk about it a little bit. What it also brought to my mind is, and I've never, I've not experienced this um, just because I haven't been in a position for people to treat me this way, but I've heard tons of anecdotal stories from people who maybe have some sort of a disability, uh, either a physical disability or a learning disability or something. And um, for people to tell them like, oh, you're so brave, right? Like you're so brave <laughs> to do so the things brave. that you do, um, you know, in the position that you're in or whatever. And it's a just it's just another one of those things where it's like, I get that you're trying to be nice. I get that the core of what you're doing is you're tr you're trying to express a positive thought and that that deserves a bit of credit in and of itself but you're doing it in one of the most harmful passive aggressive insulting ways possible to where it just mm -hmm. it negates all of the positive that you're trying to do right like yes what does that even mean like 
for somebody, Michelle, to, to come up to you while you're in your scooter and be like, it's so brave, you know, that that you're you're at this event and you're moving around and everything while you have to like, gosh, Michelle, you're so brave. Brave for what? Like brave for being alive, brave for taking up space in the world. Like that is not brave. Not I think that you are brave for lots of other different reasons, right? Like I see your bravery all the time in the way that you approach life in just things that I know about you personally that you've been through. I do think you're a brave person, but I would never think to frame your bravery around the physical mobility device (laughs) yeah it's so weird and bizarre and frustrating to me because it's like what's the alternative you're just gonna lay down and die right like (laughs) i've I've heard this too about like i'm um, so lucky i didn't (laughs) yeah the last time i think i've heard this is like it was a somebody on twitter who had a child with a disability like a child with autism or something like that and somebody would tell them like oh you're so brave you're such a brave parent or whatever and they're like it's not brave to love my kid right like it's not brave Mm -hmm. like it's it's yes it it means that our lives are a little bit more challenging but what's the alternative I just decide not to love my kid right you know like that's not doing what you have to do is not brave did I share with you I think I did right the day that I woke up one day and I looked in the mirror and like my my overnight hairdresser, AKA my pillow and deep sleep, <laughs> um, did something really wacky with my hair. And it reminded mm-hmm. me of the 1980s group Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. And I took a picture in the mirror and I, I may have told the story before. I took a picture in the mirror. I posted it to Facebook and I was like, does this mean I can join Flock of Seagulls? And people by and large either laughed, which is great. Cause that's what it was supposed to be. It was like, look how funny my hair is. But a lot of people were like, wow, you're so brave to post this. I was like, wait, what? Like I, it's bedhead. Like I didn't run into a burning building and save an infant. Like it's not bravery. Right. Yeah. And what we, I I do remember that story. And I feel like what we decided on was people who say that what they're actually saying is I would never do that. Absolutely. Right. I'm not confident enough or I don't like myself enough or whatever Mm -hmm. to post myself like in that situation, right, to post a picture of myself that might be considered unflattering. I'm doing air quotes right. with my fingers, right? Um, <laughs> or, I forget, you we know, have to tell you when we're doing air quotes. <laughs> to me, it comes from a place of, yeah, if somebody sees you in your chair, they're thinking to myself, I would never want to be in that situation. She's brave for doing something that I would mm-hmm. never want to do, which right. that's insulting. Like It is, for sure. Well, it's like your, a, you know, your chair and your mobility uh, situation is can be inconvenient. I've seen mm-hmm. that, um, oh, sure. you know, inconvenience you in real life, but it it's not like a curse, <laughs> you know. Like, like there was one party I couldn't go to. Or there was a party I couldn't go to because it was on the thirty second floor. And the elevator went up to thirty one. So guess what? I just went to dinner someplace else. Like, not a yeah. big deal, folks. You know. Um, I did tell you the story too, right? About the skinny woman that I was friends with who said to me one day, she's like, how can somebody your size be so confident? And I was like, bitch, what? Aww, makes me <laughs> why, so why, mad. why shouldn't I be like, I'm sorry that my confidence isn't like connected to the size of my ass, but the size of my brain yeah. difference, you know, the capacity of Put that brain, on a but... t-shirt. Right. Oh, I should. Oh, yeah. I have so many t-shirts. I have so many stickers to make. There's so many stickers to make. Yes. Yeah. Put that on like a, get like a peach emoji sticker and put that on the peach emoji. <laughs> Remind me later. I will, I will design that in Canva. Nice. 
But yeah, those are the two. If you're going to take away something from this episode today, stop telling people that they're lucky and stop telling people that they're brave and actually tell people that they are intelligent and hardworking and passionate and smart and like all of those things that are true. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, too, like the whole idea of traveling with that scooter from Rochester, New York to Bangkok, Thailand, it wasn't bravery. It was fucking craziness because it was insanity to get that thing around the world, which I did. It was bravery. Having seen you travel with that thing and having traveled some like when we were we've been in New York together where like that one time we were in New York and the battery kept dying. Oh my it's God. more mm-hmm. just sheer force of will at a certain point to be like, we just got to keep we can't let this thing <laughs> defeat us. <laughs> and let's and be honest, you know, right? I'm never going to be Scarlett O'Hara. I have that moment. It's always going to be like, I have always depended on the kindness of strangers because there are sometimes like, I'm just stuck in the middle of a block if it wasn't for my friends. And we can like laugh about it. It's not, you know, I feel like people get so uncomfortable when they see somebody going through life differently than them, right? Like yes. I'm, I still get uncomfortable sometimes saying disability and I probably should get over that. But like People get really, I'm doing it right now. People need to get over it. Like, stop being so uncomfortable. Um, And you've definitely taught me that. Um, Let's face it. There's still white women who, like, lower their voice when they say she was a black woman. Like, (laughs) she was black. Oh, my God. How dare she? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But, like, yeah, we can can laugh about all these, these stories with the chair now because it's, like, you know, it's not this huge, crazy, deep thing. It's it's a fact of your life. And sometimes it's frustrating. Right. Sometimes it's cool. Like when I got to ride around <laughs> on the scooter, I thought it was super fun. Um, I've seen I you have fun I'm... with it and jump curbs and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like a regular Dukes of Hazard. I always feel yeah. like like that bad grandpa. Like that. I didn't see the movie that I've seen. I've seen the one, at, the one thing where he grabs the tablecloth at the event and just like pulls everything off the table. That is my biggest fear at WordCamps is that somehow my wheel is going to pull a table over yeah, in the vendor area stuck. and I'm going to be like, I have sorry Oops. Oh my or be God. or be the ultimate like i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> anyway. oh man but yeah stop calling people lucky stop calling people brave people are just people and they're doing their best and like yeah that's really all there is to it, it but uh, by the same token it's perfectly okay to acknowledge that somebody is who they are and say, I'm so glad to see you here. I am glad that you've overcome whatever you've overcome. That's fine too. Right. Like mm-hmm. I knew you had a, like, like if somebody, let's say, I knew you had COVID last year, I'm so glad to see you're here anyway, or those yeah. kinds of things perfectly fine to acknowledge, but, but um, yeah, it doesn't mean you can't talk to people. Just let's talk about the things that matter. Yeah. Have, have empathy. There's a difference. There's a huge difference between having empathy and having sympathy. Right. Like I try at all points in time to have empathy with the things that you have to go through that I don't have to go through. I'm never going to feel bad for you. I'm never going to pity you because that's that serves nobody. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve you. Right. But but I know that as your friend having empathy and trying to think about, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're able to X, Y, Z. That's yes. I think a lot more helpful to you than, you know throwing you a pity party and the occasional push down the block when the battery fails is always welcome always here for you (laughs) appreciate it Uh, who knows what we're going to talk about next week but it'll probably be just as fun absolutely thank you so much for listening another week and 
See you next week. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. Yikes, Inc. Yikes, Inc. is a collaborative, results-driven, Philadelphia-based WordPress agency dedicated to sustainable business practices. Thank you so much to our sponsors for this episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.